Welcome to the Album of the Year 2015 episode of VG Empire. Living Airhorn Michael Grimm in the building. Hello. Uh, also with me is two people who haven't been on the show in a while. That's the, true. I don't know, have I ever? Yeah, actually, in the first, you're on the first one. Oh, really? And you're <laughs> in like the like the first twenty, I think. You're off and on. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, happy to be in yeah. the mm. at the end of the year returning. Yes. Tyler Wild. Tyler and, Wild. Uh, Mickle Mouse Paras. And I think the last time you were on was the album, like a uh, uh, Bandcamp thing we did, where it was like wrapping up the year last year. Oh, that could be. I think that was the last feature. No, no, anyway. it was a Sui Coden one, wasn't it? Oh, there was. Yeah. Were you on it? Yeah. I have no memory of this. <laughs> I know. Well, Dave ran that one. That's why I'm confused. Oh, okay. Uh, so bringing us in was Once Upon a Time. That's Toby Fox and Undertale. Ooh, this was very ooh. difficult to decide because, uh, as we talked about previously in the show, uh, I did love the Splatoon soundtrack, and that was for most of the year my favorite. But I finally played through Undertale, mm-hmm. did the regular ending, did the pacifist one, and was like, Actually, this soundtrack, I love it for many reasons, as you'll find out throughout the show. But I think everyone here has finished it once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> um, Would that, you say you were determined to make it? I, it did fill me with determination. Excellent. That's true. Excellent. Um, but, yeah, that song that brings us in is what happens when you launch the game. You get this nice, like, NES-style cutscene, And it really does set the stage well for, like, it has that nostalgic sound. But it does something that I feel that this whole soundtrack does exceptionally well, which is it will reference and recall the old 8 16-bit sounds, but it never feels, like, beholden to them. Like, mm-hmm, it feels mm-hmm. like we're not trying to constantly make references to things. It's it's we're going to add our own twist to it. And the best part about it is, like, the songs, they seem to be doing that, but they're doing it for, like, inter- interstitial music from, like, 6 and Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 6. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely where... touch on try to touch on some of those also where there are direct yeah. references, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, the album is huge. It's, it's 100 um, tracks. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean... I don't know the length of it. There's a lot of like 30 seconds, That's true, 15 yeah. second That's tracks, true. but there's so many unique pieces of music with like different melodies and different themes, but mm-hmm. so many are like repeating uh, uh, motifs throughout that are awesome. The sequencing of it totally reminded me just like Earthbound, like the soundtrack, because the soundtrack for that is like 110 or 120 songs, yeah. and a lot of it are just like four second snippets and stuff. And yeah, I just think about like an average album is like what, 10 to 12 songs? Yeah. So imagine a musician making ten times that in the space of a couple of years. Well, it's insane right. how much work he did. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. not with not the music and most, if you know, most of the game itself mm-hmm. too. Like to make a game graphics and then do this soundtrack. It's like that level of talent almost upsets me. <laughs> you know, where like, oh great, uh, you can do all of these things really uh-huh. well. Good. I had he had a couple people helping him, so he's not quite on True. the level of uh, quote the guy who did uh, Cave mm. Story. Yeah, yeah. but hey, well, you, are we just quote the, the robot? No. <laughs> who's who's the creator of Cave Story? I don't know. Oh, damn it. But uh, once upon a time brought us in. So real quick, we'll run into uh, three tracks from the game. So. Uh, most of the soundtrack is battle themes, which uh, is... Pixel. Pixel is the creator. Pixel. Sorry. Again, we talked about this a little bit in your Video Game Apocalypse stuff that we've got planned. We did, um, yes. But, like, it's an RPG that's not really an RPG. Like, you, mm-hmm. there's the trappings of it, but it is, for lack of a better term, it's a tube. You move through it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it's quirky and interesting and captivating and rewards you for poking around in it. But it is 
there's not like grinding really and there's not a lot of like where do I go it's you, you know yeah. you always know what you're supposed to do it's, it's like skill based combat where like you get, you get XP at the end of everything but yeah. the XP is kind of a joke yeah, but at yeah. the same time part of the beauty of it is that your first time through you don't really yeah. know what to do true and so you know you're, you're playing by all these RPG rules and then you find out oh maybe I didn't have to do that maybe yeah. I could yeah. have done it a different way it's like it subverts the genre man yeah, yeah man <laughs> tell you what doesn't subvert the genre this music uh, hey. so instead of the after this we're almost entirely in battle music mode uh, but there are three tracks that play in like the traditional like overworld or map areas when you're just and there's no like big overworld you just move from area to area but like any good RPG there are a handful of tracks of the areas you're in where you're like oh you think Final Fantasy you're like oh that's Mysidia or that's the Devil's Lab the Magitech Research Facility or mm-hmm. there's always some area with that music that you recall or like different areas of Chrono Trigger so this is uh, Ruins which is the very beginning and I want to put this in there just because it's such it's one of the first tracks you hear and I have playing with headphones on and it starts out kind of basic and I'm like okay this is I like the general sound and what it's going for and then it goes right into this like turbo duo sounding Renoi's like audio program thing where I'm like oh wow this clarity and the the complexity of it is way more than I was expecting and like for the first real song that I hear it really impressed me. So I threw that in here. But after that is another medium which plays in the hot lava area. I forget what that's called. I think it's Hotland, isn't it? Hotland? Yeah, Heats. yeah, yeah. Heats. Uh, what is it? Uwai. Uwa so heats. So heats. so temperate and Uwa so hot. But yeah, that's an, it's called Another Medium. This was the first song outside of some battle ones that I heard. And I was like, this is so good. Like yeah. This is everything I love about game music. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Core, which is... Basically, the Mortal Kombat Techno Syndrome, but <laughs> playing at the end of the game, so you get really pumped up, and it's a very futuristic uh, section of the game. So, uh, well, has the trappings of that. So, this is Ruins, Another Medium, and Core from Undertale. <laughs>
I do love about that last song core uh, I was trying to because all of them kind of sound similar like when I listen to Ruins this time Michael you're like that's Secret of Mana mm-hmm. it's like oh totally mm-hmm. and listen to core again I actually get the Genova theme from FF7 mm-hmm. uh, like some of the the way the notes progress and some of the notes that are held it rem- rem- reminds me of uh, FF7 Genova's theme I do, I do think it's fair to say that a lot of his music especially in this is it shows some very clear Square Enix in- influences where like yeah, Secret of Mana. This, this sounds like Final Fantasy. This sounds like Chrono Trigger. Well, yeah, there's there's so many like homages and and but then another thing I love about the soundtrack and you got there was so much to play here because there's so many good songs mm-hmm. that some of these I'm just gonna play live to try to burn through some of these. But then there's every so one of the hallmarks of any good RPG is like great battle music. And I feel like Undertale takes that lesson to heart, no pun intended, hey. in that every enemy encounter outside of the regular battle theme is its own unique song, practically. Yeah, depending on where the area is. Yeah, right? and so mm-hmm. you end up fighting a dog, and so uh, you have song. a dog song. <laughs> and like, and it's just a play on this theme you've heard over and over again. My favorite thing about this song, though, too, is that it's just like everything's slightly off, and it yeah. sounds like so sort of a really smart but still really dumb dog just kind of like really <laughs> trying on a keyboard to get it right. Smart yet really dumb dog. <laughs> Uh, what else? I also... 
pull it up. <laughs> like smart for a dog, but yeah. not very smart for a person. <laughs> yeah, for a person composing a song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, oh, go ahead. No, I mean that's the the theme of the whole game. Every every battle or every individual enemy is a unique has a unique sort of battle format. And, yeah, and yeah. Ability, I mean, so. once you once you get out of the rank and file, that you'll you'll meet just wandering around. Uh, but yeah, the the bosses I think are the standout enemies and are the ones most people remember. And yes, they all have a very distinctive theme and personality and in fact like yeah. their entire the, the play style that each one introduces is completely different yeah. from all the others yeah, instead of like a you go I go it's like there's still a turn based thing but you play a heart that you move around in a box and then it's some kind of like yeah. Wario Warish mini game it's or, like a bullet hell shooter yeah. except you don't really get to shoot back except during one specific fight. yeah and it's but it just makes every fight feel interesting and then the act system lets you you know interact with the enemies in a humorous way yeah. and spare them rather than fight them and it's always some ridiculous thing like lay next to the blob and contemplate the universe together mm-hmm. and you're like this guy's all right right and yeah. they clearly spend as much time like writing the dialogue yeah for the act side of it as they and i love yeah. using the ramen the instant ramen noodles <laughs> and how it takes oh, yeah. forever and you're just spamming through all the text of like <laughs> you uh, pour in the hot water and then you wait See, i didn't and then, yeah. i didn't touch the ramen and it told me that you prefer to stay healthy <laughs> <laughs> i but, used it during like the climactic final scene and i was like oh, well here we go here's this joke <laughs> I, I do love uh, that, you know, talking to, trying to do the act on some of the enemies, like when your act fails to placate them, yeah. like the results are often hilarious. And there was one, uh, Shiren, where like one of the actions you can take is smile. And it's like, you smile at her and encourage her to smile back. And mm. then like, who's that, that like huge bro seahorse dude, Alex? No, oh, it's yeah. like Alex comes in and applauds. <laughs> there's, a, there's a stick you get like at the beginning that... You can throw at any time in any fight, and it might do something, but you can never drop the stick because your character picks it up every time you throw it and nothing happens. But sometimes characters will fetch it and bring it back. Really? Sometimes it does nothing. I think I just sold the stick as soon as I got to Temi's shop. Oh, yeah. I kept the stick the whole time and tried tried it on every single enemy. I love to every every place I went to to sell things, they're just like, I don't want your crap. Why would I ever buy that garbage? Why would I buy any of this garbage? Your stuff is like literally used rag, like (laughs) old bandage and stuff. Yeah, old bandage and stick. And she says, like, I'm not going to get very far in the world buying sticks and old bandages. (laughs) One of the things about the music that I love, like, again, the game is just, again, wearing this Earthbound influence on its sleeve of, like, a lot of quirky weirdness that's, like, playing with your expectations, dialogue that just realizes it's a video game. I I hypothesize, but it's, like, the whole act and the talk thing where you pacify people, like, that's totally a play off of, like, the last... Earthbound boss you fight where you have to like pray and oh, you can't yeah. fight to beat him. Right. And it's like that seems like clearly, hey, that's a cool idea. What if we made a whole game based on yeah. that? And, and then with mm-hmm. unique dialogue and actions for all mm-hmm. of it. It's yeah. it's really cool. So it's cool. just as rewarding, if not more. But it's speaking more of the like music and homages, yes. so like this direct uh called Oh One True Love, where uh what's his name? The the robot uh Oh uh Metaton. Metaton. Hmm. Is singing the lyrics to you. Oh yeah. And it's <laughs> yes. like Oh yeah, this and it's like full on uh opera scene from Final Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, which... (laughs) So this is Final Fantasy VI, and it's the same bit with, like, the opera scene that we all know so well. Um, I can kind of remember the lyrics. (laughs) And then, uh... (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. So, oh, dungeon. Then after, after uh-huh. you get, like, pulled in, this this carries on, right? Mm-hmm. And this even is uh, a play on the grand finale from FF6. 
which has this like constant like bong 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 bong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Both you might even see it's bombastic. Hey, uh-huh. uh, but both of those moments, I don't know. When I was playing it, I was like, "This is great!" Like it's referencing it and on the nose because he's wearing a wedding dress and singing to you. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't mm-hmm. know. It was kind of validating in a way of like, "Wow, this is a like games will try to do similar things." But it's like when you reach to the point where someone's actually referencing it and parroting slash paying homage, it's like that validates the art of like. This is a reference, and you're all getting it. And games have got to the point where you can actually finally reference something from 20 plus years ago. It's true, gamers never, we get... never like do a shared reference thing. Where hey. they like having big circle <laughs> hey. jokes. Hey. Never, never happens. in the game <laughs> itself, and more than just a like text ref. Who cares? <laughs> but it's, it's a part of the social consciousness, <laughs> I guess, of like it. this group of people. I guess <laughs> I had a I had a strong you know reaction to the game because I felt like it was a super interesting comment on game design and why we get into games and play them, but. I, I think I might have had a slightly shallower experience because I didn't really get into a lot of uh, mm. like square RPGs and stuff. So I probably missed a lot of these references. But you didn't. But when reco- some guy yells "dominating," you get that way more than we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't require it at all because you still got no, so I much out of the it. game. Yeah, yeah. but I, I didn't get the FF six reference there. I remember the nineties. Do you remember them too? I was of age. You were baby, and games were better back then. We're almost there. Rose-tinted glasses. (laughs) My adolescence. We might need to record this. uh, Uh, Well, uh, we'll do three songs really quick, but now we're in basically the rest of the show is all battle music. And the soundtrack you can get by buying on Steam and kind of bundled together. It's bundled. You can also get it on Bandcamp. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you're into flack like myself. Uh, Uh, You bought glasses just for that? Just for that. Wow. Uh, High fidelity. (laughs) The three tracks that we'll do really quick are Enemy Approaching. That's the basic battle music, which I felt like would be a shame not to play because you do hear it a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, After that is Heartache. Um, who do you fight? Heartache is Toriel's yes. battle scene. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, so you hit this. Spoilers. Pretty, yeah. This <laughs> also, is, yeah. If you haven't played Spoiler this, right uh, there in the title of the yeah, song. If you haven't played the game, uh, get on it. It's $10, guys. Uh, and it only takes like five hours to go through once. And then mm-hmm. the second playthrough, you can speed through a little quicker. So that's four. Grand total, nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you do a third one, you can text them. Yeah. But but uh, the third one, you're actually a monster. Yeah. If you, don't, if, you, on YouTube. if you don't look up a guide and you do want like to get like whatever might be considered the best ending you might have to play like three times to figure out what you need to do but Hmm. i i would i looked at a guide and spoiled like some major crap for myself Mm. and and got really mad so (laughs) so i don't actually recommend it i played to the first one straight and then i was like okay i know the second time i need to do the pacifist thing but there were some of them where i was like i couldn't tell if i was doing the right act stuff well there's also like secondary things you need to do to get like the I don't know. There's a lot of different endings, so I don't want to like yeah. say the best ending, but That's you true. can also go kill everyone and have a horrible time. It is mm-hmm. heartbreaking. And then ruin everything for your subsequent playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that first. Do that no. last. Definitely, yeah. definitely or do that last. Or not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch it on YouTube. Because it does remember, you mentioned this before, but like it has a save file that you make, and mm-hmm. then the, the game remembers your saves from prior. Separately. You never yeah. actually save in the game. Like it autom- I mean, mm. you do, but it yeah, just remembers points. everything you do. Yeah. Like, so like if you kill certain enemies... Certain bosses, they may show up later in the game. Or There's not only later. one save file. Yeah. yeah. Or if you spare mm-hmm. them, they'll show up later yeah. and be like, hey, you're a cool dude. But if yeah. you kill them later, and they, literally another playthrough, they'll be like, hey, hey, 
what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do love the second time around. It's like, you look familiar. Haven't yeah. we met before? Uh, so we'll do Enemy Approaching, Heartache, which is uh, Toriel's theme, and then Bone Trousel. Bone Trousel. Which bone is uh, when you're fighting Papyrus. Uh, papyrus. Yes. Um, these are all three di- great for completely different reasons. Uh, enemy Approaching, Heartache, and Bone Trousel.
So you're saying, Tyler, it's it's an interesting song that sounds like both like combative yet kind of still bouncy and silly, like yes, or like bumbling or like which he very much is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's really bad at making puzzles. And, uh, God, the puzzles are so good. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic. It's like tell you what, you read the distru- you read the instructions, and you figure the puzzle out. There's a video of the guy actually doing the metatone puzzle part where they redo the puzzle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then you have to walk through it in ten seconds. And there's yeah. a guy who's just like, and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I the second time through, I, I sincerely tried. Was like red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a really good cover of that Bone Trustley Truesley song. It's mm. like a klezmer band covering it, and it's oh wow, good. yeah, because that song is very like Roma Gypsy sounding, which is like kind of oompa. Bunch of really good covers of these songs. Like I listened to two covers of Megalovania today: an mm. Elevator Jazz version and a Mega Man X version. Wow, Mega Man X, both of which were great. Nice. Um, but man, the, the Toriel fight, like that's the kind oh. of like, it's so, it's so, it's, it's, it's such a big song for so early in the game, like, yeah. which basically mm-hmm. like your first real encounter, yet yeah. it feels like that could be a final boss theme mm-hmm. of like the whole game. It has those, the, when mm. it rises, you're like, this is the most important fight I'll ever, oh, this is yeah. the first thing I've done. In a yeah, way I mean, though, it is the most important fight. That's pretty true. Thanks a lot, professor. Yeah. <laughs> but then speaking of, uh, If you look at its emotional impact. <laughs> but then again, speaking of this, what again, what gets at the, the award of the year though is just also the variety of just, not just like great battle themes, but goofy things like. The dating the song. The dating yes. song and like the weird HUD comes up where you're like, your heart meter and like. Population. You're dating, you're dating a skeleton man in a t-shirt that says, like, cool guy. <laughs> and it's like... What? With his basketball uh, epaulets. <laughs> yes. And then there's, like, dating fight, which is... Uh, is this when Metaton has changed into his, like... No, this is this is when Sans... Uh, you, you've taken it to the next level, and he refuses to let you best him with your friendship skills. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. Or dating skills. It, yeah. That's another thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a date. Because right. if you flirt with him beforehand, then it's a date. But if you don't, oh. then it's you're just hanging out with your friend. Right. <laughs> and this there's is, no awkwardness at the end. This is the song that plays when I talk to you guys. I mean, my head. <laughs> I also love when you finally hang out with Undyne and, and him. And oh, Papyr- yeah. Papyrus is just like, I have to go. <laughs> Gotta go. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, thr- Even though I'm a skeleton. That whole scene is fantastic <laughs> when you talk to Undyne. Ugh. Oh, man. My fave care. Speaking of her, we will do uh, three more songs. Uh, these are all battle songs again. Uh, Spear of Justice, which I think is when you're fighting her. Mm, um, yeah, which yeah, is I think a, it starts yeah. with ah, and then Spear might, of Justice might be my favorite one. It's a great one. Yeah, um, and again, this is one of those fights where like she, you end up fighting her, and she seems like she's going to be the one who's kind of like vexing you the whole game, but then kind of falls to the side pretty quick. But then on a subsequent playthrough, I did the thing where you go back to her house, yep. and hung mm-hmm. out with her. I'm like, oh, she's really cool. It reminds me of Marceline from Adventure Time, and mm, has yeah. this kind of vibe to her, and. I don't know. I thought everything about her character was super cool. Uh, so the Spear of Justice after that is Metal Crusher, which is, I think that's the thing when you're fighting Metaton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is great, because, yeah, it's this very glitchy, like, intentionally, like... It sounds like a Sega game. Like, metal garbage can on, sauce. Also, on. gosh dang that fight. It took me forever. <laughs> I, I remember... Yeah. Yeah, there were a bunch of things I didn't really understand fully until the second time around. So, like, when you talk to that bear in uh, the wintry village... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Nobody's really in charge here, but if there's ever a problem, a skeleton will talk to a fish lady and it'll get sorted out. That's politics. Uh, yes. Oh, I forgot about that bear. 
Man. And then we'll close it up with Spider Dance, which I think one of you guys oh, suggested yeah. being here. Uh, yeah, I that's, that's the only part of the game that I felt came out of nowhere. Cause it, that's the Kickstarter boss. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, that, that was... Oh, uh, really? Yeah, someone, I think, donated money and put that in there. Oh, okay. Because yeah. yes. like, it's kind of out of nowhere. It's it, does, like, it does feel like it's spinning its wheels. Like, this is the padding boss. That yeah. Stuck yeah. In yeah. That's another, t- another tough boss, depending on what you did before it, mm. which won't spoil, I oh, guess. Oh, I like the gimmick yeah, of the yeah, fight, yeah. though, how you're put on the three lines. That's that really cool. Because, again, it changes. Like, oh, I know how to work this. And then when your heart changes color it's like when you're blue you fall back to the ground mm-hmm. or if you're what is it purple when you're fighting the spider and then you don't it's almost like a rhythm game at that point where you can only move on three rows you're, you're yeah. poisoned right like what is something that like do? that or i think you're cutting a web, cutting a web or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you can struggle to break free but you, it won't do anything when you're yellow you turn upside down and you get to shoot yes yeah, that is fun mm-hmm. so good but uh so yeah this is spear of justice metal crusher and spider dance all toby fox and undertale
mentioning how that one, like, even the spider legs, like how that's this... Yeah, the, the little sort of pizzicato, like, string It's like, you know, that's so corny. It's like a trope in, like, music where it's sure. just like, if there's a spider thing you do that. But yeah. it's like, it's called spider dance and it's about a spider. So, yeah. of course, you're going to do that. And it sounds awesome. <laughs> but it does that 8-bit to 16-bit jump, too. Yes. And, like, the first two measures and then it just, like, gets super filled and, like... Yeah, it just adds, like, here's uh, three more, like, three or four more channels and yeah, we're going to fill them exactly. up with uh, great stuff. But the Metal Crusher, when we were talking about it in the break, like, he, he Metaton's just, like, rolling back and forth on his one wheel. Yeah. And you mentioned he's wagging his finger, and I'm mm-hmm. like, he really is a Kefka-style, like, yeah. like, like, person who's just always after you, and, like, sit, like before Kefka gets his powers and blows up the world, he is this comic relief slash really dangerous person, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's kind of what he's doing up until the moment when you turn him good, basically, or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get help him get over his body dysmorphia. Yes. Turn him into a. Uh, I just love how it all boils down to like there's a button on his back, you know. Yeah. yeah. Someone set this thing to evil. <laughs> you, and it you turns him into a, uh, a, a glam rock star. But that actually rolls right into. Well, you mentioned, Michael, the variations. Yeah. Like, uh, like how you'll. Well, I did a little bit with the dating thing, but like, mm-hmm. do you remember any of the names of the tracks? Yeah, well, I you can look, poke you look some of this stuff out. on YouTube and there's yeah. people pointing it out that, for instance, uh, Pathetic House, which is. Nap, the the tune that plays in Napstablook's house. If you don't play like one of the the nightcore a ghost fun remixes, word to say. yeah. It's very uh. Now you wouldn't think it sounds like anything, uh huh, until it's sped up, uh huh, and then. Yeah. So Spider Dance and. Uh, Pathetic House have the same melody. Huh. It's just that one is very simple and slow, right. and the other is sped up and huh. very elaborate. Interesting. He does it a bunch, too, and it's funny, because, mm-hmm. like, there's um, the song that plays and you kill everyone in the area, which is, like, really depressing and weird-sounding. Huh. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. what is it, But No One Came, I think, is what it's called on YouTube or whatever. Ah, but yeah. that's just Flowey's theme, I guess, slowed down, like, a thousand times. Oh, yeah. So it just sounds like this... Like so he's recycling content is what you're telling He's me. recycling content <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a hack. Way to go, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other one is uh, the waterfall theme. Oh, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. one. This is also like uh, like uh, Chrono Trigger. Like, uh, what's that area called? The Flying City? Shala's theme? Scala's theme? I forget the name. I never played Chrono Trigger. <sighs> Just kidding. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. It's the... The low notes here, not the the high pitched melody, um, and it's it's really hard to hear if this is I remember right. But okay. Oh yeah. Okay, now play Spear of Justice. So this is it. Yeah, and. Again, it's yeah. it's a sped up version of the music that you hear in Waterfall. Interesting. Yeah. And it's connected to Undyne, of course. Yes, uh, both are. Uh, Undyne needs water. Man, those survive. The mariachi and, uh, smells like sushi. Oh God, I love those mariachi horns. <sighs> Suplex is a boulder Sorry. just because she can. Yeah. So we'll go to our last set of songs here, because again, I don't want to play the whole thing. Uh, this totally uh, needs like your money and yes. buy the soundtrack. Like buy mm-hmm. the game. The buy game, the game, yeah. the the game is ten dollars, so mm-hmm. you get the soundtrack with it. So yeah. just if well, you only it's, want it's the a sound- little more. It's like fifteen with the soundtrack. That's true. Yeah, but sure. I I bought the game by itself and then listened to somebody put like extended versions of all the songs on YouTube, mm. and I listened to those about a hundred times each. 
Yeah. And then I bought the soundtrack because yeah. like I, I owe you at least this much. Yeah, absolutely. I bought like, the game for like three people because at ten bucks it's <laughs> just like, well, why not? Yeah. yeah. I also bought it for my sister. So there you go. Paying so, it forward. So literally. our last uh, final three battle songs here are Death by Glamour, which mm-hmm. is uh, I think after we talked about uh, when Metaton uh, becomes a beautiful man. Beautiful <laughs> a beautiful man. Beautiful, beautiful man. Um, but changes his fight style and then it becomes like, yeah, this thing this quest for ratings and your con- when mm-hmm. you're using the act system, you're just like what do I need to do to get the the, the ratings up? Yeah. To, and you just kind of assume, like, I guess I have to get them to a certain level to trigger the next phase of the fight. Yeah. But it's just such a different way to approach these battles. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Well, that, that one especially, like, again, I didn't know what I was doing the first time, and I just sort of blundered through it, and it's like, I have to kill yeah. him, I have to kill him. And then, like, the second time through, like, I read a little bit about what you're actually supposed to do there, and I realized, like, you, it's basically like a wrestling match where... Or, or like oh, a yeah. dance-off where yeah. you are essentially working together to boost the ratings of the show, yeah. but it's it's a fake fight. Yeah, like there's like, yeah, heel turn and yeah, like, okay. like boo at the you audience. Have to, and you have, you have, have to brag that you won't be hit, and then yeah, if you're yeah. not hit, the ratings go up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, get the audience to hate you and then deliberately take a hit so the ratings go yes, up. Yes, it's yeah. such a oh, good... Uh, so good. Yeah. Really talk trash about the local sports team. Get the people hyped. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just everybody's a wrestling fan. You can't escape it. It's, it's built into the culture. Uh, Death by Glamour. After that is Asgore, which um, mm. is a really cool fight. Um, and this yes. is, I mean, granted, we've been spoiling things left and right, but yeah. it's definitely one we, of the bigger moments. We've kept a relatively light touch when it comes to spoilers. Yes. The intro to that song is so called the Bergen Trucken or whatever, which is yeah. like German for King of the Mountain, I guess, which oh, is yeah. whatever, which Bergen is pretty neat. Bergen Trucken. It's like Farfig Nugan, but yeah, in a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, this thing. Yeah. That's very cool. That's yeah, very good. Um, so we'll do uh, we'll, Death by Glamour, Asgore, and then uh, lastly, Save the World. And I can't remember which part this plays during. I think it's during... Is this the big one? This yeah. is, yes, yeah. The, the true final one. Okay. So this threw me for a loop because I played this on the keyboard with my with the arrow keys. Mm-hmm. And I there was some moments in there where I'm like, really, guys? I'm supposed to dodge all this crap with yeah, my yeah, arrow keys, yeah. um, but you can play it with a 360 controller. Apparently, I did. I did play it with a controller for like Ugh, half of it. Casuals, <laughs> mouse keyboard. Well, I played it with a mouse and keyboard also. <laughs> Think well, of the accuracy. Like just arrow keys and one button. So yes. yeah, yeah. Cer- certain things felt better with a D-pad to me, but yeah. Not that uh, the 360 controller has a good D-pad. <laughs> at least you guys didn't do what one of our personal friends did, which was get so frustrated that you had to go farm the Temi armor because you didn't want to have to do the final boss. No, wait, what? I'll reveal his name after the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's Death by Glamour, Asgore, and Save the World.
said so, like the happiest thing ever. Uh, like it really is. And speaking of variations, uh-huh. that sound has the same basic melody as the sound that plays when you uh, give the umbrella to the statue. Really? Yeah. Man, damn, this guy knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that Bobby that Fox is like is really good. So <laughs> some of you can attest to this. How happy I have been at Anamanaguchi concerts when mm-hmm. I, like you're in the front row and it's like there's literally nothing wrong with the world right now mm-hmm. at this moment in time. That's how that song makes me feel because it. it it is so close to just an Anamanaguchi song. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and the, the, I don't want to spoil much, but the visuals, just that rainbow blasting yeah. at you. Yeah. Yes, the rainbow. Oh. And, like, you, you mentioned in the break, like, the power of friendship is working. And it's like, how does that still... It still uh, works. How does like, that still make me care? Watched, because it makes you care about the characters that's first. True. And then yeah. you want to be like, yes, power of friendship. It's yeah. like, I've watched Gurren Lagann. I've watched a million <laughs> animes that do the exact literal <laughs> same thing. And every time I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, like almost every Final Fantasy ends with that, where like the villains killed us all. If only we were all friends, <laughs> they can overcome anything together. Is there a game with? And then meanwhile, it's like, hey guys, you want to get together this weekend? Uh, <laughs> like, no, like, rather, like all day. Like, I'd, I'd rather hang out with Alphys in this game about hugging. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about all the fun my friends and I might have. <laughs> <laughs> but but this game does do a great thing, which I think is needed. Which is, someone had a good takedown of South Park, which is like, oh, you know, I've had there's South Park episodes I like, whatever. But the the overarching thing of like it's lame to like things and it's lame to feel strongly Care about, about anything. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should be a you should be a staunch cynic and just everyone's wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like this game does get into that like earnest appreciate things feeling and like it's 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 okay to have an emotional reaction to things and appreciate things uh in this game especially the last song save the world is like all the work that you put into sparing everyone and playing through again like you're rewarded with this great song this great moment it's mm-hmm. it's 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 so good and that's another reason why i'm like this is such a great soundtrack like yeah, best best of the year absolutely it's not so much the volume it's just like the thought and and the the variation and all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just this incredible driving rock finale to oh, so good, all man. the work you've put in. And this is just tip of the iceberg. There's like there's there are a hundred and one songs, but it's true. There's a lot of like reprises and um, thirty second jingle things. I'd but. also quickly point out. I mean, this is probably super spoilerish territory, but when you do the bad run and mm-hmm. you're the bad guy, yeah. and you're killing everyone, and everyone else is the hero and not you, like he kind of <laughs> saves the best music for that to prop the characters up as the heroes, ah, which nice. is so cool. Where it's just like. You fight, you know, Undyne, and she has, like, the coolest song, and then you fight Sans, who has Megalovania, which is, right. like, yeah. the best song of all I, st- I still like uh, Undyne's Spear of Justice more than the song that plays during mm. the, the bad run, mm. which we spoil the heck out of during uh, Vigigame Apocalypse. Uh, but that kind of uh, brings us to the end of the show, because I don't want to play the whole damn thing, mm. which I would happily do. But again, yes. like, Undertale, Steam, like, play, like... Again, like even when you're beating it and you're in that end scene where it's just closing down the window and like forcing the game to shut down and the flowey is always up in your face. It's like mm-hmm. the whole time it's just this is unique, fun, it's ten dollars and if you go in expecting like, oh, it's an RPG, so it's gonna be like thirty hours and it's gonna be all this it's like it's not really that. It distills all the things you liked. Yeah. Like all the highs and lows of those games are like it's only those. Like there's no and granted, there there's is no filler. There's no grinding. Yeah, and there's yeah. some fun, some zen, like fun, you know, zone out moments that, where that is fun to grind. But like, that's not what this is. This is trying to get to the meat of what you like about all those 16 bit RPGs distilled into four and a half hours. It is in its way like a little Stanley Parable kind of thing. Yeah, where it's like mm-hmm. it is a game and it is a playable thing, but it's more of a observation. Yeah, on yeah, and it has a 
if you play through all three modes, you will see a ton of really great meta commentary on how we play games yeah. and the mentality that goes into like hundred percent completion yeah. and all this other stuff and it, it just like drags it right out and shows it to you and it's like, Yeah, I know exactly what you're doing yeah. and exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> I will say one thing though. This game is the last game I will accept that makes me do a bad thing and then goes, Wow, you did a bad thing and it's like I hate you. It's like Spec Ops the Line, the same thing, where it's just like, well, you really are a bad person. It's like, well, dickhead, it was an AV option. (laughs) The choice was like, pet the dog or shoot the dog into the sun. It's like, well, I want to the timeline. (laughs) Well, I have to do that. (laughs) How much did you pet the dog? Did it tell you you had a serious problem? I love, what what is it? The dog night where you pet him so much his head leaves the yeah. screen and then every, comes, every time you pet him his neck gets a little longer and then it comes back from the top of the screen uh-huh. and <laughs> yes. then one of the metaton things where he's like like how many letters are there in the word blah and then yeah. it breaks the line box and goes around the screen and starts wrapping around and you're like mm-hmm. ah, it's 57 <laughs> and I love that you can actually guess them right like if you yeah. just guess uh-huh. raw like you'll occasionally that's get the best it right. part about the metaton stuff too yeah, is that you can totally get it all right once yeah. you cheat. Um, but yeah, the song taking us out uh, again. I guess just real quick plugs is uh, for VG Empire. This is our end of the year, like uh, album of the year episode. It's a little shorter than most. Um, we did have a year end wrap up that posted already. Um, last year's album of the year was Tropical Freeze, Dunk Count Country. I encourage you to go listen to that because that is outrageously good by David Wise. Um, Michael, you do a show as well. I do. It's called Video Game Apocalypse, and we talk about Undertale twice this month. Wow. Uh, first in a top seven, and then possibly in our year-end show. Oh, my goodness. So stay tuned. Uh, Michael Grimm. Uh, check out MS Paint Adventures, my <laughs> uh, Homestuck contributions that I make there okay. with uh, David Hussey. Right. Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't have a show. Well, I guess I do. I do it on PCGamer.com. There every, you go. Every Tuesday, we do a live stream, twitch.tv slash PCGamer, PC Gamer. at 1 o'clock Pacific. So that's did cool. you guys do, what did you do with Undertale, like, coverage-wise? Do you... uh, I mean, we had a review of it. I think we gave it, like, an editor's choice, like, 90%, something like that. Um, yeah, because it was definitely one of our favorite games wow, of the year. That's like an everyone else 12. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, your, your average like PC gamer, like, 75 is like an everyone else 88.5. No. We, you, the users, are going to have to wait till 2020 for this one. But, I mean, it goes up and down. You know, I do get... I always get in trouble when I, like... When I review a game, I tend to go pretty low. Like, even if I liked it, but I'm, like, just felt there was some... So mm. there was a game I gave, like, a 65 or something recently. And then the first thing that happens in the comments is someone posting the scores of all the other websites that gave right. aids and being like you guys are jokes and i'm like you're supposed to have critical like yeah. you're supposed to have if you just mm-hmm. want everyone to say the same thing like that's <laughs> this is something we've all yeah. sure all, all yeah, i ever hear is either your your reviews aren't in line with everyone else and why are your reviews in line with everyone else? <laughs> yeah <laughs> you get it goes yeah Mm-hmm. But anyway, but taking I, us out is uh the the song that kind of lured me in. I think Grim, you linked me to this, and I was like, "What mm. is Megalovania?" Which mm. uh, uh, premiered uh, in Homestuck Volumes. Well, it's available on the Homestuck Volume Six album. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's, then have you seen the animation that he did with it? Or whatever, I don't think right? so. No, it's on. It's still on there, but you can like watch the version of the song he did for this, and it's it's like the most anime music video thing you've ever seen, where like. There's a thing with wings stabbing another thing, and it's really hardcore, and the thing comes back to life, and it has angel powers, and beats hey, the other man, thing. If there's a guitar in there, I'm probably down. Like, <laughs> there is a guitar in there. there hey, is. man. Yeah, it's way more guitar actually. I don't even know what Homestuck is, and I'm not sure I... It's a comic that rose so. out of MS Paint Adventures. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I did. I did poke around in uh, Homestuck a little bit just to kind of familiarize myself, like being stuck in your room and poking mm-hmm. and clicking on things and having this like multimedia adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really clever as from as far Make as what a hammer comic. called the wrinkle f- out of some irons. Oh, dear. <laughs> And then uh, I guess he used this song again for the Earthbound hack he made, which I think is called Halloween Earthbound. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. Earthbound Halloween yeah. ROM hack yeah. uh, Toby Fox also worked on. So it, there's some, like, work. This song has some history going into it, but then mm-hmm. in the game, it's it's the Sands fight? Yes, it's the Sands mm-hmm. fight on the bad run. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a song on the soundtrack that's a sa- song that might play when you fight Sands, yeah. which is not in the game as far <laughs> as I know. <laughs> Uh, but that'll take us out. Thanks for listening uh, all year long. VGEmpire.com. Uh, we're also on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Uh, there's some VGM-specific tiers like VG Unplugged where we'll play what we talk about during the breaks and also uh, some of the... Uh, well, we unlocked VG Minis. They're not for patrons, but uh, VG Minis uh, episodes in between that are uh, smaller episodes about a game that might not warrant a full episode. So while the larger episodes are bi-weekly, in between you'll get some uh, more focused things on uh, songs you might have missed from smaller soundtracks. Spec Ops line. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, you just volunteered yourself. Hey, I'm in. Uh, Megalovania taking us out. Toby Fox, Undertale, a fantastic soundtrack. Again, the game is 10 bucks. Soundtracks on Bandcap. Soundtracks part of the bundle on Steam. Like You can't go wrong. You're going to yep. get your money's worth one way or the other. Uh, thanks for listening. See you later.